Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Powerful. Last week was awesome. Fighting and building at the same time. Tonight, I don't know what is coming, but whatever is coming, it must be received with a heart that is open. Tonight, I need you to open your heart and believe that God is going to deposit a word that will bring transformation. Hallelujah. And tonight, there's no one else in the house than my pastor and your pastor, a man anointed to teach the word of God, breaking down scriptures to the understanding of even little kids. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together as we welcome... Bishop Napoleon Essien. Amen, amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you glory for tonight. Thank you for the builder's anointing. Lord, may an impartation of your grace come over us that we will rise up and do what we could naturally not be able to do. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice will receive an impartation. Holy Spirit of God, breathe on us. Breathe on us. Oh, yes, a fresh breath of life of your presence, of your power. Let the capabilities of the Holy Spirit come over us like never before. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for what you have done and what you are about to do in Jesus' mighty name. And all shall shout and say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and please be seated. All right. Okay, so I think that we are gradually coming to an end. I don't know whether this will be the end of this series or I should continue. Should I continue? (laughs) Hallelujah. All right. So this is the builder's anointing series. Amen. There's an anointing that is coming over your life. And that anointing is going to cause you to build. Amen. Fantastic. So one of the foundation scriptures we saw was um, the Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs chapter 24 verse number 3. Is it in your Bible? Proverbs chapter 24 verse number 3. Can we read it together? One, go. True wisdom is an house builded, and by understanding it is established. Hallelujah. 
So it takes wisdom to build. Amen. Many people think that a house is built by money. But you see, you need to come to a place that you agree with God. Because God, when he's speaking, he's not uh, talking to while away time. You know that sometimes politicians and other people, they just put ways together, do you understand, to take your time and to while away time. When God is speaking, it's not because he has nothing to say. So he tells you what there is and what is going to happen. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah, so our faith in the word of God must rise to a certain level that we will be able to agree with God. Hallelujah. That is why the Bible says that the heaven will pass away. The earth will also pass away. But his word will never pass away. Amen. Amen. So those who will not pass away are those who have his word. Yeah, those who will not pass away are those who have his way. So when you are seasoned and you are sorted and you are saturated with the word of God, it means you cannot pass away. Hallelujah. Are you there? So those who pass away are those who don't have his word. So the word of God can actually season you, can actually preserve you. Are you here? That is why you need to be sure that you have the word of God. It should dwell in you richly. If not, you will begin to decay. It's just like how a fish or a meat is sorted to preserve. The word of God is also preservative. It will preserve you when you have it. Hallelujah. Amen. So that we can walk on the truth. We can walk on the word of God. Amen. Amen. So we've been doing a study from uh, Nehemiah. Turn your Bibles with me to Nehemiah chapter 4. Nehemiah chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 9 verse 1. Bible says, Wisdom has builded her house. She has healed out her seven pillars. Again, the Bible is teaching us that wisdom has something to do with building. Hallelujah. So instead of complaining that you don't have money to build, Perhaps what you need is wisdom. Not perhaps. That is what you need. Because we pay for what we don't have wisdom about. Do, do, do you understand? Anytime you are spending money for something, it means you don't have the know-how. So instead of... So one of the things that uh, poor people do is poor people use money as a means of solving problems. You are not the one in the name of Jesus. Amen. When a poor person has a problem, the first thing that comes to if I have money, it's like to them, problems are solved with money. When your mind works like that, it means you are becoming poor or you are already poor. Are you here? Yeah. So instead of trying to say that, oh, if only I had money. He is driving a car because he has money. He has a house because he has money. He plays a golf because he has money. He does it because... It, it's not like that. Your mind should change. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Your mind should change. The anointing, the wisdom, there's a wisdom that makes 
impossible things possible. Hallelujah. So tonight I will be sharing with you. Uh, uh, that is the first thing we started uh, talking about, but I was later, so I will go back to it so you can capture it and listen to it. Amen. Grace for building. Grace for building. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 4, what does the Bible say? Is it in your Bible? Nehemiah chapter 4, verse number 1. Bible says, But it came to pass that when Sambalat heard that we builded the wall, he was sought wrath and took great indignation and mocked the Jews. Hallelujah. Are you there? Okay. Verse number two. He spake before his brethren and the army of Samaria and said, what do these feeble Jews do? Would they fortify themselves? Would they sacrifice? Would they make an end in a day? Would they revive the stones out of the heap of the rubbish which are burned? And Tobiah and then he continues. Verse number seven. The Bible says, uh, six. So we so built we the wall. Can you see it? Can we see that in, in, in the face of opposition and people who were angry that you were building your life, you are making progress, you are getting a, a profession, you are having a career. As you are making, some people are not happy. But in spite of whatever is going on, you need to continue to make progress. Hallelujah. So built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together. Hallelujah. I see the pieces of your life coming together. Amen. You will finish your school. Amen. You will marry. Amen. You will be working. Amen. You will have children. There are different aspects, different walls. You see, a building is different walls that have been joined together. Hallelujah. So Bible says, we build it all so built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together unto a, a half thereof. For the people had a mind to work. Are you there? Fantastic. So I need you to understand that it takes wisdom or grace, the grace of God to build. It takes an anointing to build. So from Mark chapter 6, quickly, today we'll be doing a lot of reading. Mark chapter 6, verse number uh, 2. Mark chapter 6, verse number 2. Can we read it together? One, go. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man this? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. Hallelujah. He said, what wisdom is this that is giving him? So when you see somebody doing great work, when somebody is achieving great feats, are you here? One of the things that should let you know or should occur to you is that the person has a certain wisdom. So when they saw Jesus doing great things, he was doing great things. They said, what wisdom is this? And where, from whence had this man this wisdom? Hallelujah. You see, it, they did not say that, where did he get money? They did not find out where, from when, where has he been working? 
Suddenly, they say that he has a certain wisdom. There's a wisdom at work that is making this possible. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Right here? Yeah. You see, because the grace of God, when you bring it into its smallest denominator, when you want to simplify the grace of God, hello, Hi. when the anointing, the grace of God, is the power of God. Are you here? The grace of God is the capabilities of God. The grace of God is the strength of God. Hallelujah. It's the power of God. But when the power of God is uh, simplified, if in a way that everybody will understand, how does, what, what, what does it come to? When the grace of God or the power of God or the strength of God or the capacity of God God's power, when it's upon somebody, what is it that we will see? You see, sometimes when you are looking for an anointed person or somebody is anointed, you, you may think that the person should be looking spooky and you are looking for some, some mysterious things. Do you understand? But the power of God, when it comes on you, you can easily see it in the way the person's mind work. Are you here? So in Isaiah chapter 11, quickly, Isaiah chapter 11, I'm trying. Isaiah chapter 11, when we read from verse number, let's start from verse number one so you understand. This was the prophecy concerning Jesus. Bible say, and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Amen. Amen. Was talking about somebody that is going to come from the lineage of Jesse. One of his sons. And he says that the spirit of the Lord, the anointing, is going to what? Rest upon him. And when the anointing, the power of God, the Holy Spirit... The Holy Ghost, when it rests on him, what is this that we are going to see? Say, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Then he begins to tell us the Spirit of what? Wisdom and understanding. The Spirit of counsel and might. The Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of God. So over here, we see the anointing broken down into I mean, form that you can understand. Hello? So many people don't understand that when your mind is changing, the anointing, the anointing and the case works the same way. When somebody is cased, hello? When somebody is cased, the way the case manifests is that the person begins to think in a way and behaves in a way. Do you understand? The way the person thinks, because you do what your mind is telling you. And you also speak from your mind. Do you know that? When you are speaking, it's what your mind is thinking that you are speaking. So when somebody is also cursed, the mind begins to work in a, a certain way. He begins to feel that, oh, it's time to drink. He begins to feel that, let me have enjoyment. The way the mind works... So when somebody is also anointed or blessed, 
the mind begins to work in a certain way. Are you here? Yeah. So the anointing, actually you can see the manifestation of the anointing in the way your mind works. So you can see that all the things that they are saying over here, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. When you see all this affect the way the mind thinks. Hello? Where, where, where can we, where does wisdom function? Understanding, where does it function? Counsel. Counsel is advice. Where does advice come from? Even might, strength, mental strength. Some people don't have mental fortitude. Small thing, then they are crying. It's also the way, it's the way the mind. It's not even, it, sometimes it's not even the physical strength. You may be physically strong, but mentally you are weak. Then the spirit of knowledge, where does knowledge come? To the, to the mind, the fear of God. If somebody doesn't fear God, it's the way the mind works. So you can see that it looks like this uh, anointing, the grace of God, the power of God, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Hallelujah. Amen. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. He said, and when the spirit of the Lord rests upon him, suddenly wisdom understanding. You see, and when you read all the other places, sometimes they are not even able to differentiate between wisdom and understanding, knowledge, counsel, and all that. They, they all refer to it as wisdom. Wow. Often they don't, they don't actually differentiate. Are you here? Yeah, that is why when you go to uh, uh, Proverbs chapter 24, as you read, it said, by wisdom, in other words, the way your mind is going to work. It is the other way. It said, by wisdom, a house is what? Builded. And by understanding is established. So it's like, by wisdom, you will know how you will build. And by understanding. So the grace of God, are you here? Yes. The grace of God, I'm talking about the grace to build. The grace to build is going to come over your life. Receive the grace to build. I say, receive the grace to build. Never tell yourself that I don't have money to build. Because Nehemiah, who was building and came to build, was not a king. He was a servant, was a cup bearer, armor bearer. He did not even live on his own. He was a servant. But you see, he took the grace of God, the way his mind worked. Your mind can work in a way that your talking can even attract help to you. When the power of God, when you are anointed, you can talk in such a way that help will come. But when you are not anointed, when the grace of God is not upon you, you wouldn't even know what to say and how to say it and therefore a help will not come. Are you here? And I see somebody here, the grace of God is going to come over your life. In the name of Jesus. Something wonderful is going to come out of your life. Something marvelous is going to come out of you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That is why he said unto Zerubbabel, Zechariah chapter 4, verse number. Let's read it. Zechariah chapter 4. When you read from verse number uh, 6. Bible says, let's read it together. One go. 
Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Verse number seven. Oh, who art thou? Oh, before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, grace, grace unto it. Hallelujah. In other words, look, it says that who had that, that great mountain? Even today, in our day, we have all the machines excavators. How can you heal a, a, a huge stone? How can you cut a stone and build them? But he says that it is not by might and it is not by power, but by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. He said that the Spirit of God who calls you to actually move and build. And when the headstone is moved to where it needs to be, you will be shouting and crying, grace, grace, hallelujah. In other words, the power of God. In other words, the strength of God. In other words, the, capa- the capacity of God is achieve this. Amen. Amen. And that is what I need you to understand. That God, God's anointing, God's power, God's grace will come over you. Amen. And that is what causes people to do what otherwise they cannot do. So the anointing or the grace of God is the difference between your natural capacity and the current capacity. What you know, what you know, that, for, for instance, I couldn't do this. You couldn't lift this chair, but something comes over you. And now you can lift not only this chair, you can lift 10 of them. You can lift it. So the difference between your natural effort and the supernatural presence, that is invisible. Hallelujah. Hello. Are you here? That is the anointing. That is the presence of God. That is the grace. Amen. And that grace makes you able to build. That grace makes you able to lay foundation for your life, able to make you able to finish your school. That, that ability makes you able to have a career. It doesn't allow you to throw in the towel. It does not allow. You see, there were a lot of hardships. When we, we read the Nehemiah, people were agitated. The Sambalats, the Tobias, the army, and all the other people, in the face of opposition, they conspired to destroy the work. There are different things that will happen. And Nehemiah himself did not even have a car. But out of prayer and what he requested, different things were given to him. And he was able to journey and go and build. Hallelujah. The ability that comes to you that even suddenly, suddenly you begin to discover even something important about yourself. Are you here? Yeah. The grace of God can come over you. Then suddenly you notice that you have an ability. Meanwhile, you may have that ability all your life and you wouldn't know. Or even what to do with the ability or the skill you have. Hallelujah. May that grace come over your life. In the name of Jesus. And it takes that grace for you to build. Amen.
So tonight, be ready to receive that grace. And that grace is going to work tremendous miracle in your life. Hallelujah. In Revelation chapter 6, verse number 6, the Bible talks about, if you look at the, the, the last verse, it talks about the fact that the oil and the wine should not be hurt. The oil the, and the wine, the anointing. Do you understand? The oil speaks about the anointing. And the wine talks about the blessings of God that comes over you to be fruitful. The grape juice or the grape, the wine is the fruit, okay, of grape. That out of it, we get the wine. And they were destroying angels. The, the seal were open and things were being destroyed. Things were being destroyed. But the voice of God shouted and said that, you know what? He said, I, and I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of heat for a penny and three measure for a belly for a penny. And see, thou hast not the oil and the wine. Hallelujah. In the midst of destruction, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of impossibility, the anointed one, and whatever he's doing will not be destroyed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why you need the grace. Oh, yes. The economy can be very difficult. Things can be very hard. But you see that the only people who will be making it are those who have the oil. Because there's a, a, a voice in the spirit that says that, hate not the oil. Hallelujah. So what physical strength cannot do, what education cannot do, what money cannot afford, the, the, the anointing, there's a supernatural, there's a supernatural manifestation, command that, don't hurt the oil, whatever, you see, so you are, you may, that's why people who have money, sometimes they are bottlenecks, they are administrative problems that causes them to stop building. Then you see people who don't have money, but the anointing solves every mystery and difficulty. There are people who start projects and never finish, not because they lack money. The money is there, but there's a, a court issue here. There is an injection. Caught, there are things. They have the means, but they cannot continue. But you see, the anointing, when you are anointed, you may not have money. But you see that the anointing causes whatever you are doing, even without money, you achieve more than those with money. God has a voice from the Spirit. He said, hate not the oil. Not only the oil, but also the wine. And the wine is the produce that comes over you to make you fruitful. The fruits that comes out of the grape. May the oil upon your life cause whatever you are doing not to be stopped. Hate not the oil. And, and, the, and the life and the work of a fruitful person will not be stopped. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Look, thousand may fall on your left and ten thousand on your right. But it shall not come near you. Amen. Only with your eye will you behold the reward of the wicked. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Many people cannot put together. But because of the anointing, you are prevailing. Amen. I say you are prevailing. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Are you here tonight? Turn your Bibles with me. Turn your Bibles with me to uh, Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4. 
Let's read from 14 to 16. Hebrews chapter 4. Is it there in your Bible? Hebrews chapter 4. Fantastic. I'm reading from verse number 14. Okay. Can we read together? Go. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession or confession. That word also means confession. 15. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our, or our weakness. Said we don't have a high priest who cannot be touched with our weakness. Are you there? But was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Verse number 16. Go. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hallelujah. So we begin to tell you that, look, the high priest that we have is not the kind that he doesn't know what you are feeling. It's not the kind that he's not been where you are. He has also walked on earth. He became weary. He was hungry. He was tired. He slept. He almost died. He has been tempted just as you are being tempted. Hallelujah. You see, sometimes we look at our situation we look at our circumstance and we say, oh, I cannot do it because the way it is, the, the way if only I had a better life or this, then I could do this. But the Bible is explaining to us that you have a high priest who has been where you are. He was tempted. Hallelujah. He was tempted every possible way, just as you were, yet without sin. You may have seen one or two. It's okay. But now he comes to show us what you should do. He said, because he knows how it feels like not to be fasting, but you don't have food to eat. <laughs> do, you, do, do you understand? <laughs> you are not fasting, but you don't have food to eat. <laughs> he, he has been tempted in every possible way. He said, so because of that, let us now come boldly. Hallelujah. Because he knows what it feels like to be a human with limitation. Many people think that Jesus was always anointed. No. He was anointed when he went for the baptism. He was also not anointed all the time. It was from 29 to 30 that the anointing came. They heard how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And with power. Who went about? You see, so Jesus went about doing good. It was after the anointing. After the spirit of God. Hallelujah. 
I said, after the Spirit of God, an ordinary carpenter was able to do the impossible because of the grace of God, because of the anointing of God. Hallelujah. That is why he says that now, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the grace for building. That's why he had, let us come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Whatever you are doing, there is a grace. There is a grace that you need to come. Come, come, come boldly to the throne of grace. Hallelujah. The throne of God is called the throne of grace. God's power, God's strength. He said, you will obtain mercy and you will find grace to help. May you find grace to build. May you be able to finish your course. May you be able to become the pastor that God has called you to be. May you be able to become the mother, the father, the teacher, the anointed apostle that God has called you to be. May nothing make you fall short of the the work and the calling that God has called you. In the name of Jesus. Are you here? Receive the grace of God. I say receive the grace of God. The grace of God will make the impossible possible. I see the power of God transforming what you couldn't do naturally. By the grace of God, you are doing it. I said, by the grace of God, you are doing it. Receive the grace to do in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That is why when you come to Psalm 127, it said, do you know what is in Psalm 127? Except, except he builds the house. We will labor but in vain. Except he watches over the city, you will stay awake, but it will not work. Except the Lord build the house. Hallelujah. Are you here? I said, except the Lord build. They labor in vain, that build it. So you can labor physically, trying to do, if the grace of God is not with you, it will not. In other words, you can make physical efforts. You can labor physically to do something. But if the grace of God, if God is not helping you, you will not be able to achieve. In other words, the inputs and all the activities you are making in the physical to build will not result in building. (laughs) In other words, going to school, doing whatever, everything that you are trying to do, if God is not helping you to do it, it will not result in. How many have tried to do something? And you did not end up doing it. You made efforts. You tried. You made the way. It doesn't end up. You see, except the Lord build a house. You will labor in vain. You will try to have a blog. You try to dig a foundation. You will do all the activities, but it will not end up with building. It is when the grace of God. How does God build? He builds through his power. He builds through his grace. Hallelujah. We should... Remember the people who were trying to build the Tower of Babel. Remember. They tried. They said, we will make a name. And we will build a, a tower whose top will, which top will reach to the heavens. Hallelujah. They tried. By the end of the day, it did not work. It is the grace of God. It is what God is doing that will stand at the end of the day. That is why I'm talking about the grace to build. 
May the grace to build come over your life. Amen. May you receive a certain divine unction, ability, and anointing, the presence of God that causes impossible to become possible. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May you build something out of your life. May something wonderful come out of you. Something that people have not imagined is coming out of you. In the name of Jesus. That's why you will be able to shout. You'll be able to shout grace, grace. Hallelujah. This is the word of the Lord told to you, Zerubbabel. Not by might and not by power but by my spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, great mountain, who art thou? Before, put your name there, before you, you shall become a plan. There are qualifications, there are exams, that whatever it is, before you it will become. Hallelujah. You look, you look behind and say, hey, how did I pass my exams? How did I have this profession? How did I come to be a mother? How did I come to be where I am? Hallelujah. And you shout out, grace, grace. It is the grace of God. It is the grace of God. When it looked like I was failing, when it looked like I was failing, suddenly I passed. I don't know how. It's been, it's been three wonderful years. Then you notice that you are out of school. People are failed. People are doing rewriting. People are doing, but you don't even know how you came. They're almost about to fail, but you never fail. Almost about to drop out, you never drop out. You see, that's why I said that you, you will be crying and shouting, Grace, 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 grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse number 11. Ah, said, I returned, I, I saw under the sun. Mm? I returned and saw another son. That the race is not for the swift. Hallelujah. He said the race is not for the swift. I said the race is not for the swift. I said the race is not for the swift. That when there is a race, it normally it is the swift that should win. And he's saying that I return and saw that the race is not for the swift. Nor the battle to the strong. Neither yet bread to the wise. Nor yet riches to men of understanding. Nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happening to them all. Hallelujah. You may think that when there is a race, it's the swiftest. Is it not the swiftest? But God is saying that the, the slow guy, the slow guy, who is anointed will do better than will do better than the swiftest person without the anointing. <laughs> Receive the grace of God. Receive the grace of God. You know them that this person is faster than me. This person is brighter than me. This person can run better. But the Bible says the race will not always be won by the swift. In other words, the unanointed swift person has no chance. The on, you are swift, but without the anointing, you have no chance. The slow person who is anointed is likely to win the race. May the grace of God come over you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That is where this scripture will be fulfilled in your particular situation. Amen. You notice that there were faster people. Mm. There were talented people. Yes. There were good looking people. Yeah. But you see yourself. Yeah. All the nice tall people are standing and they are waiting for you. And they are singing. Tam, 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 tam. The grace of God. I said the grace of God. I said the grace of God. Hallelujah. 
Oh, you are winning every race. I said every race you are winning it by the grace of God. That is why you need the grace of God. Because you can see that you are not fast enough. You can see that you are not fast enough. If it is dependent on swiftness, you notice that you cannot. You cannot come. You cannot come because mm, because you cannot come. If it is speed. How many can compute if it is speed? That's why you need the grace of God. Yeah, that's why it's showing you that the race is not always for the swift. In other words, the grace of God can come over a slow person. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May you win a race that you yourself know that you don't have what it takes. May the grace qualify you. In the name of Jesus. You shall be employed in a place that you don't qualify. You will be driving a car you cannot afford. You will be flying in, 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 in economy, in first class, in a place that you know that I don't belong. In the name of Jesus. May the grace of God make it possible. I'm talking about the grace. The grace that makes the, the, the swift become second and third. And the slow with the grace of God. Hallelujah. Are you here tonight? Not the battle for the strong. It looked like the stronger. Just uh, this uh, Saturday, there was MMA fight, and the and the what do you call the champion was called uh, Osman Kamaru Osman, and he's a world champion. He's beating the guy who was coming to fight once, and everybody thought that he was the one who was going to five round fight. He he beat the guy first round, second round. Third run, fourth run, fifth run is five minutes. He had beaten him four minutes. It was left with about 50 seconds. One small blow. The guy, the guy, the guy, the, the champion was down. The champion, everybody, look, the commentators, the whole place was thrown into commotion. Even if he had managed to stand, he would still have won. He would still have won. I was so surprised. If he had even managed, do you understand, to stand? Because it was leveled about uh, uh, 30 seconds. And he has beaten that guy every step. Round one, round two, round three, round even round four, he's beating that guy. It's leveled with about some few seconds. One, one, one. It, it was a head kick. He used the leg to kick him. He, he went down. He, it's like unconscious. So the guy who had been beaten now has won. The grace. Hey! The grace. The guy who had been beaten round one, round two, round three, round four. Even round five, he had been beaten. The only knock was the last one. Boom. He was he himself. He was he was, he was he was surprised. He was waiting for the guy. The guy was down. Uh, the battle is not for the strong. I said, the battle is not for the strong. You, you may not have the strength and what it takes, but listen to me. The grace of God will make it possible. I said, the grace of God will make it possible. Did I tell you the story of the guy who, in the Bible school, who went to sell the Bible? At the Bible school, they gave people. They gave, they, they gave these guys Bibles to sell. 
And this guy, he was a, a stammer. So all the people were laughing at this guy. That, ah, what is this guy going to do? They took the Bibles, they went. And some, some saw some. But the guy, he would come, all his Bible, the one who couldn't speak. His Bible was sold. Then he would come and take his friends who couldn't, then he would sell them, make profit. Every day he's selling on. So the people were now worried. Ah, this guy doesn't talk. He can't talk. It takes more than a minute to pronounce a word. How does he get the things done? So the lecturer asks him, show us how to sell the Bible. Should I show you? Oh, show us. Are you sure? Show us. Am I talking to the right people? Oh. Okay. So he said, when I go, I tell them, I'm, I'm selling the Bible. Will you buy it or I should read it for you? Will you buy it or I should read it for you? Take, 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 don't read it. When are you going to finish reading the Bible? The guy who couldn't talk. I'm talking about the grace of God. I said, I'm talking about the grace of God. The eloquence, the orators, the marketers, those who, who can speak with, with fluency, with, with vocabulary that the family didn't have. No one bought their Bible. But the one that could not speak. Will you buy it? I should read it for you. Hey, hey, hey. Just take the money, give us the Bible, and go away. Hallelujah! The grace of God is working on you. What you thought was a mistake is not a mistake. Hallelujah. If somebody thinks that you are short, he's not the right person. There's a guy who is looking for you the same height. If you were to be a little taller than you, he would disqualify you. You are dealing with the wrong people. Your point of disqualification will be the point of qualification. The things that people have used to judge you and criticize you will be the same thing that somebody said, this is what I'm looking for. When they say, watch, I've been looking for a short person like you. Where have you been? Where have you been all these years? My God. My God. Where were you? Anyone who thinks that you are not fat enough is the wrong person. Anyone who thinks that you are too small is the wrong person. I said, there's somebody who needs you just as you are. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the grace of God. I said, I'm talking about the grace of God. It will cause 
the strongest person to be the last. But an anointed weak person is winning. Hallelujah. Not only that, he said, and bread. Neither yet bread to the wise. You see, the wise people are not employed. Wise people with qualification, they are wise. Are you here? Yes. You may not have even been to school to have all those wisdom. And the wise are not temperate. They don't have what to eat. By you, without qualification, without education, you see that you are driving your own car. You are eating. Yeah. That is what the Bible is saying. That's why he said that he takes the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. It is the grace of God. Hallelujah. May the grace of God come. No matter who you are, you may not be as wise. But when the grace of God comes over you, oh, the foolish things of this world will confine the wise. Hallelujah. I see you eating more than enough. You have enough bread to eat. In the name of Jesus. And not only that. Nor yet riches to men of understanding. Some of us don't have the understanding of doctors. You don't have understanding of judges and lawyers. Even you don't have the understanding of financial analysts. When you see the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The figures, stock market. You don't even know what is, what is happening. You don't have understanding. What is Bob Jones? What is this? Dax and this? Well, you don't have any understanding. But you are the one that they, you are the rich one. People who understand financial markets, people who understand how the body works, people who understand how the brain, they can do surgery, they, they have understanding. But they are not the ones who will be wealthy. Because Bible says, time and chance, God is bringing you to a place that without the understanding of the educated and the professionals, but you see that you are the one God has made wealthy. Hallelujah. Amen. Say he will take you take because when the wisdom of God, the grace of God comes upon you, up this grace is embedded whatever you need to do well. I see the grace of God. I'm talking about the grace to build. I say I'm talking about the grace to build. Receive the grace to build in the name of Jesus. Yet, nor yet favor to men of skill. I say normally, favor that is to be chosen. It is those who have special skills. When you have skills, then you will be chosen. The Bible says that the grace of God can cause you to be chosen. Amen. Yeah. You may not have a skill even to sing in a key. Hey. You can sing in three keys at the same time. You don't have a skill. Are you here? I say you don't have a skill, but you are the one that will be chosen. Amen. Yeah. Normally, it is the skillful ones that will be chosen. Hey, but the Bible says, I return and saw that they are not the ones that were chosen. Hallelujah. Yeah, the battle, the race is not to the swift, nor battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor yet riches or wealth to men of understanding, nor yet favor. To men of skill. Hallelujah. You may not have all these things. But I'm talking about the power of God. The ability of God that comes upon you. That from nowhere there is no good reason why you should be chosen. You don't have what it takes. You are not skillful. You are not ordinary. The ordinary person with the grace of God becomes extraordinary. 
in the name of Jesus. Are you here? Are you here? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The grace to build. There's a power. There's an anointing. There's a presence. God's presence. That causes, it makes the impossible possible. And that is what I'm talking about. The grace for building. Are you here? Receive the grace to build. You shall, you shall own a house in this life. You will build your Christian life. You will build a bar center. You will become a center director. You will become a pastor. You become an evangelist, an apostle. All, all of you, you will see that, hey, me of all people, I've also seen angels. I've also, I've also been taken to heaven. When you begin to talk, and you begin to share your experience, Bible says four, but what? Time and chance. May God give you time. Amen. And may God give you chance. Amen. Do you know? Do you know that when you, you have time, you can win every race. The swifter person, the tortoise can win the race with a rabbit. The tortoise. Oh, yes. If he has time. See, when they whistle on your marks, said go. See that the rabbit may take off and has a muzzle pull. Then the tortoise will come gradually. Time and chance. Time. May God give you time. Amen. And may God give you opportunity, chance. Amen. May you be filled that. Do something. That is why, you see, it doesn't just work. Do something. Take the opportunity to become a Basenta leader. Amen. Take the opportunity to become something. Take. Amen. If you don't take the opportunity, you cannot shine. If you, don't, if you don't do anything, then they forget it. In all the category, you may not be swift, you, know, you may not be strong, you may not be wise, you may not have understanding, and you may not have skill. But as for doing something, you need to do it. Hello? Doing something, that one, you need to do it. Are you here? If you don't do anything, then you have not given yourself the opportunity to shine. I see you taking your chances. Opportunity to start something. Opportunity to begin something. Opportunity to sing. To dance. To, to, to be in the film stars. Opportunity. Take the opportunity. Before you know you have shine beyond measure. Hallelujah. Don't just sit down. No, take the opportunity. Time and chance. Chance means the opportunity. Seize the opportunity to pray. Seize the opportunity to read. Seize the do something. And the little that you are doing, God is going to cause it to shine. Hallelujah. Are you here? I see the grace of God coming over you. In the name of Jesus. Not only that. Then we come to the apostle of grace. Apostle of grace. Paul. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter yeah. He began to speak. He said, I am the least of all the apostles. Hallelujah. Are you there? I am the least of all the apostles, and I'm not me to be called an apostle. Reading from verse number nine, first Corinthians chapter 15. Are you there? For I am the least of the apostles. That I'm not made to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. Hallelujah. Continue. 10. But by the grace of God. Hallelujah. By the power of God. By the strength of God. 
by the presence of God, by the wisdom of God, by the capacity of God. Hallelujah. He said, I don't even qualify to be an apostle, but by the grace of God. I'm talking about the grace for building. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Somebody lift your hand and say, I am what I am by the grace of God. Listen to me, Paul was a lawyer trained by Gamali, but he did not boast of his law credentials. He said, there's something that is far better than the school I've been to. And that thing is called the grace. Hallelujah. Yeah. Paul means little. The little one who had the grace was able to do more than the big ones. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Hallelujah. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. Are you there? But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. Can you believe that he has removed every trace, anything that has to do with his person, his education? There is nothing about him. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God. That your ability even to work hard was the grace of God. The ability to do more than all. He said, I labored more abundantly than they all. At a point, he even talked about speaking in tongues. He said, he speaks in tongues more than all of them. Hey! And he's showing, he said, he's able to do this because of the grace of God. Amen. Because of the, and the grace of God, that's what I'm saying, is the presence of God. It comes upon you like a wisdom, like understanding, causes you to think in a certain way. Receive that grace. Receive it. Let that anointing rest on you. In the name of Jesus. Ah, what people thought you would not be able to do, you'll be able to do. Yeah, I see the headstone ah, being pulled before you. It will be healed and it will be dragged into where it needs to be. Crying and shouting, grace, grace unto it. Thou great mountain. I don't know what you are doing that has become a great mountain. I don't know what you want to do that when you look at it, that you want to give up. Now, begin to trust in the grace of God. Don't trust in your abilities. Don't trust in whatever your education. Trust in the grace of God. Hallelujah. May the grace of God make the impossible possible. Yeah, what man cannot do, it is possible with God. What is impossible with men is possible with God. Hallelujah. Whatever you think that you cannot do, it's okay as a man. But when the grace of God comes to be with you, you'll be able to do. Because what is impossible with men is possible. You can have money, you can have, but once you are a man, there are so many things you cannot do. But when the grace of God attaches itself to you, there is nothing that is impossible. Are you here? Yes. Yeah. There's no, you can have money, you can have connection, you can be wherever, but because you are a man, are you there? There are number of things that you cannot do it because there are things that are impossible with men. But when the grace of God, the presence of God, the power of God, the strength of God and the capabilities of God, the anointing comes over you. The anointing is the presence of God. Hallelujah. When God is with you, there is no impossibility. Let every man be a liar and let God be true. Amen. 
many people couldn't do that course, you will be able to do it by the grace of God. That is why when they ask, how are you? You say, I am well or I am fine by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the Bible said that we can do all things through Christ who strength. The presence of the anointing. Christ means the anointing. Hallelujah. Christ means the anointing. You can do all things. I say you can do all things. I say you can do all things. You can become an anointed apostle. You can become a missionary. You can become, hey, that evangelist. You can become a pastor. You can become a nice husband. You can become a father. You can become, you can become a lay pastor. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. May the grace of God make the impossible possible. What otherwise was supposed to be impossible, I declare that from now it is possible. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May you receive that grace. Let that grace come over you. Let that grace come over you. In the name of Jesus. Can I tell you something? Finally. As you close. The story of Mary. An angel comes. He says, Hail Mary. You are blessed among women. You have found favor with God. Luke chapter 1. When you read from verse number 30. And as the angel was talking, he got to a place. He said that you are going to conceive and you are going to give birth. And they will call the name of that baby boy. They will call him Jesus. And Mary looked around and said, mm, how shall these things be? Look at the verse number 34. He said, how can these things be? Saying that I know not a man. Hallelujah. Are you here? Tell somebody, how can these things be? How can this be? There are things in your life that you, you, when you look at it, how can these things be? How can you be driving? How can you own a plot? How can you build a house? How can you have a water bill and your name is on it? It is possible. How can these things be? How can you have a wedding? When you look at your, your salary, you are tempted to break the, the beloved dozen. Because you notice that Charlie is not anytime soon. And even if you have the wedding, where am I going to go for the honeymoon? You can easily have the honeymoon in your, in your home. Yes, yeah, that, that is your mind. That is your mind. How can these things be? To pay Lobola, even one cow, even chicken, you can't buy. Then you are thinking about buying cows and not one. The head cow itself before the junior cows. When you look at it, you say, you know, I love you, but the way it is. <laughs> the way it is. How can these things be? You want to start a business. How can it be? You want to start a branch. How can it be? You look at yourself. The basenta. That I, I, it's even not easy. How can these things be? The four members that I'm handling. It's enough confusion. How can I have 100 people? How can these things be? Can I show you how it can be? Verse number 35. Verse number 35. Can we go to 35? How? And can we read it together? One go. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Say somebody, the Holy Ghost. The grace of God. The grace of God. The presence of God. The anointing, the Holy Spirit, 
He said, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. Hallelujah. In other words, you will be anointed. In other words, the presence of God will be upon you. Hallelujah. May we ask the question that we all want to know. May we did as a favor. Because Mary did not say that because he is an angel, he should go. He said, no, 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 no. Even though you are an angel, what you are seeing is impossible. And I'm here to tell you that you are right to think about it as an impossibility. It is okay to look at it that this is not possible. But he's about to show you how the impossible can be possible. Hallelujah. So how can this thing be? Seeing that I don't know, I know not a man. I have not broken my virginity. What are you talking about? Then the angel began to talk. He said, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and the power of the highest. Tell somebody the power of the highest. Hallelujah. And the power of the highest. Amen. Can we continue reading together? The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. Let's go. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Hallelujah! He said, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I know you don't know a man. That was your qualification. Your inadequacy. I know you don't believe in yourself. That is your qualification. I know you are like Moses. You say, I cannot talk. I don't, I'm not eloquent. That is rather your qualification. God, am I, the, am I not the one who created the math? I know you cannot talk. I know Aaron can talk. I know your brothers can talk. Miriam can talk better than you. But don't worry. It is when you think that you are not adequate. That is when I come here. Hallelujah. Amen. When I am weak, then I am strong. Yes. Let the weak say, I am strong. and let the poor say, I am rich. Paul said, therefore I will boast in my infirmity yes. so that the power of God can rest on me. Hallelujah. Amen. So told, the angel told Mary, the Holy Ghost, Holy, Holy the Ghost. presence of God, yes. the grace of God, God. the anointing yes. shall come upon you. And the power of the highest what we don't know, that the grace of God is called the power of the highest. That is why Paul, which means little, but with the grace of God, is able to, the little grace is able to do more than all of them. Oh, yes. And the power of God shall come. Hmm? Yeah, shall overpower you, shall come over you, shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy thing, we shall be born of thee, shall be called the Son of God. Amen. Amen. That is your story. Amen. I said that shall be your story. Amen. You can never explain how you came to have a car. Oh. That car will be called the, the, the car of God. Amen. The business of God. Amen. The marriage. God actually married for you. Amen. Because you, you don't even know how you got married. This is why I love that God. He has done it for me. You don't even know how. That's why he said that the thing that shall come out, you can see that you don't have you don't have any hand in it. You cannot give a formula. I did this. I took my saving. No, 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 no. It is going to be called the hand of God. It is going to call the power of God. Therefore, that holy thing. Tell somebody that holy thing. I said that holy thing that shall come, not because of your efforts. 
not because of your money, but because of the grace of God, shall be called. Whatever it is, it is from God. Hallelujah. Sometimes you, you look at yourself and say, look, have you done the exams that when you passed, you, you were surprised that, mm. Mm. how can I pass up such an exams? You can see that this one there, if it is not a mistake, then you don't know what has happened. Therefore, that holy thing. Therefore, that holy thing. You have been struggling. Even with four people, you don't know. How am I passing them? You're 20 people, you are always arguing with them. You are always arguing with them. Hey, you don't pay for transportation. But you, you, you even want to sack some of them. Yeah. So, twenty. look at the confusion you are having. And how much more you are having 220. How? But you see, the 220 will be easier. That, that's when you begin to see that this one. It's not me. Because I know the hassle and the frustration I went through for the 20. How can I have 180 for my center? How can I have so much? Yeah. That is when you begin to notice that this one, it is the hand of God. How many have tried to pray and after 15 minutes, you, you wanted to defer the prayer? Have you been there? You were you wanted to pray. You prayed, you prayed, you prayed, you prayed. You, prayed. you were praying. But when you wore the time, you notice that hey, am I doing the right thing? If all this prayer I have prayed is still uh, uh, 10 minutes. But a time comes that you don't even know what happened. Before you notice, you have prayed three hours. Have you been there? Yeah, that, I'm talking about the grace of God. You see, we see these things, but sometimes we don't even know what is happening. That you, on your own, praying, you notice that you are watching around. Yeah. You are expecting that some call will come through. So that you stop the prayer, then it's not like you stopped it, that you had the call. Hey. How many understand? You, you said that you were going to fast. You started the fasting. Then around 11 o'clock, you, you noticed that you made a mistake. So you said that, Lord, I, I don't think that I did the right thing. I don't think that this is, the, this is the right thing to do. I think that I will do it next week. Next week will be there. Then you tell yourself that I started this fast. And I'm ending, I'm ending this fast and started properly another. But a time comes, you have not even decided, but from morning to evening, you've been praying. You are not feeling hungry. You are going on, you are praying. You can't even understand. I'm talking about the grace of God. I said, I'm talking about the grace of God. Yeah, the day that you did not prepare for your basenta, when you went, the people are sitting plenty. Of, plenty people. He said, hey, what is happening here? The day you fasted and prayed when you went, half of them did not come. But today that you did not prepare, the people are there plenty. You don't even know what is happening. I'm talking about the grace of God. Hallelujah. Receive the grace of God. May the grace of God cause everything under your hand oh, to come into success. The grace to build. I see you building your life, Amen. building your family, Amen. building your career, Amen. building. You are becoming a, a builder, a builder. You are building even the people under you. 
the members, their lives are being built in the name of Jesus. You shall also become a wise master builder by the grace that has come over you. Hallelujah. Paul said, according to the grace that was given to me to be a wise master builder, it takes an anointing. It takes the presence of God. It takes the spirit of God to build. And I see that grace coming over you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. You will be surprised. Then you will be anointed. You will be a professional person. You, everything will be working. You wouldn't even know that. How did I come to be where I am? Then you look back and say that it is the grace of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Sometimes when you look at some of the things, you notice that it is not you. This is what John knew. John saw he was with Peter in the boat. They did not know who it was that was standing. But as they caught the fish and they saw what they did, he looked and said, it is the Lord. Tell somebody, it is the Lord. Is the, Lord. <laughs> the way the thing is, they did not know who it was, but it was so fantastic a miracle. We've told all night and look at what is happening. He turned and told Peter, this one, it is not by our strength. This one is not any of us. It is the Lord. Hallelujah. That is what you will say. They have caught fishes, but they tell them, it is the Lord. You will, you will have first class and you tell them, it is the Lord. You will pass your exams. You will have a career. You will become what God wants you to be and you turn and say, it is the Lord. Hallelujah. May the Lord cause your head not to lack ointment. May the grace come over your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The last key that I will tell you, stand to your feet. As I tell you this, we are, we, are, we are closing. How does this grace come? The oil. This grace, how does it come? How does it come? How does it come? There's a way. You know, that's why I say, come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain what? Mercy and fine grace. Mercy is obtained. There is nothing you can do to qualify for the mercies of God. Mercy is shown. You cannot cry enough to have the mercies of God. There is nothing you can do to have the mercies of God. God shows mercies. Do you understand? That's just that come boldly to the throne room of grace to obtain mercy. But grace, you find it. Grace, it means that there's effort. Do you understand? Yeah, and how does grace come? The oil is always in the seed. The oil. The oil. Every oil you see comes out of a seed. Are you here? Yeah, so if you want the grace to abound, you want the grace to abound, you need to crush the seed. The oil will come. And according to Luke chapter 8, verse number 11, the Bible says, the word of God, is the seed. The sower soweth the word. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. And the power, the seed is the word of God. Amen. So just reading the Bible, just reading the Bible, meditating, the grace of God is going to come upon you. I'm telling you, the grace of God, when you go to First Peter chapter 3, I think 1 or 1, 3, it said, grace and peace be multiplied. The grace of God and the peace of God multiplied is not in addition. Multiply unto you according to the knowledge. Have you seen it? Let me read it for you. 
Yeah. Can we read it together? One go. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Yeah, so the grace of God, not addition. Not addition. Eight plus eight is what? Eight times eight. Multiplication. It said the grace of God. If you can pray and you begin to read about prayer, the grace to pray will not be increasing by addition. It will be multiplying by skill factor. Some of us have little grace, but you see, you can multiply it by just reading. And that is what uh, uh, Moses showed them in Numbers chapter uh, 11. Numbers chapter 11, verse number 6, 7, and 8. They were talking about the, uh, the coriander seed, that to have a fresh oil. Maybe go to the verse number 8 straight away. Hmm? Okay, let's read it together. One go. And the people went about and gathered it and ground it in mills and beat it in a mortar and baked it in pans and made cakes of it. And the taste of it was as the taste of fresh oil. What are they talking about? Go to verse number seven. They are talking about the coriander seed. The seed, the word of God. To have fresh oil. To have fresh oil. To have the grace of God, the seed must be crushed. You need to read. Hallelujah. And you need to meditate upon it. And as you meditate, just read it. Bake it. When you think about the word of God, you are baking. Bake some. Hmm? You are listening to preaching. You are watching videos, seeing and hearing. Different things that you are doing. See that you are baking it. You are crushing it as you meditate upon it. Oil is going to come out. So the grace of God doesn't become obvious in the lives of people because people don't read the word. When you begin, you're just reading the word of God. That is where the grace is. And the manna was as what? Coranda seed. And the color thereof as the color of bellion. Yes. Continue. Eight. So he's talking about the manna. How many remember the manna? Yeah, and he's saying that the, the manna was like a coriander seed. You see? So when God stopped raining even manna, you can have the manna. He said, this is how it is. And manna was for every morning, every day. So the way to have fresh oil is to have the word of God every morning, every day. Crash it. Amen? And when you crash it, Mm? You gather the word. You read from here. You, you gather it. Then you notice. You mail it. You beat it. You use the Bible. You use dictionary. Finding the meaning. You are beating the word. What is the meaning of this? You are beating it in a mortar and bake it in a pan. <laughs> you, you, you read other translations. You are making you are You are beating it and you are baking it in a pan and made cake out of it. Now it is ready that you can understand. It is ready to eat. You can see that you have perfect understanding of it. And he said, when it is like this, the taste of it is going to be like the taste of fresh oil. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Amen. Yeah. So the fresh oil, the anointing, 
the grace. Hello? It can be rain from heaven like a manna. We can go. But if you are waiting and the manna is not coming, he's shown us how to get it. That take the seed, crush it, beat it, bake it, and into the cake. When you see that it is the same. That's the way to get anointing. Listen carefully. Wisdom is the use of knowledge. So you can get wisdom by sitting down, reading. And when you read something and you use what you have read, that is wisdom. Your experiences. God can also give you wisdom. Solomon had a dream that God is asking him after his offering, what I shall give you. He said, I need wisdom. In a dream, when he woke up, he was wise. Bible says, Joshua, the son of Nun, was wise because Moses had laid hands on him. So I know how the anointing, how the grace of God come. I can lay hands on you. It will come. But if God has not, do you understand? That one, it depends on God. Whether the anointing is going to, that one depends on him. But there's a way that you can also be anointed. So if God is not laying hands on you, is not speaking to you in a dream for wisdom, say, I'm coming for my wisdom. I, uh, yeah. And that one, you, you determine when you'll be anointed. You would determine that. Take the seed, crush it, bake it, pound it in a mortar, beat it, put it into a cake. And now you can eat it. The taste of it, it will be as a fresh oil. Hallelujah. Amen. So you can never say that, I don't know how to be anointed. I don't know how to be anointed. Well, you know how to be anointed. From now, you, know, you can multiply the grace. The grace can be multiplied. That is to say, come boldly before the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace. Grace is found. Grace is not obtained. Grace is found. Grace is found. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Yeah, when you practice what you, you may not have a voice, but as you practice and practice, you notice that you can sing now. Hallelujah. You are waiting till a hand is laid on you. Uh, this guy, Andrew Crouch, it was 11 years or nine years when there wasn't anybody in the church. All the keyboardists decided one day that they would not come to church. They left the father. So the father came to church and called his son. If God anoint you, will you play for him? He said, yes, I will. The father laid hands and said, may the Lord anoint you. That same day, he started playing. He had no length. Yeah. But if you are waiting for God to anoint you to play, it may take a time. So God does it. Just see somebody who can show you where is the key D. Where do I find D? Where is C? Where is F? Let me start with this as I wait for God. Let me start with it. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's why I said do something. You say time and chance. Take the opportunity. Do something. <laughs>
and the grace of God. We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.